We are going to take a moment and do something special, recognize something special that the Lord is doing. And um, we recognize that, you know, who is the head of the church? It's Jesus. He is our head and we're, we're every part that comes together from, from the neck down to the bottom of the heel, right? That's you and I, all the different parts and functions that we work together. And so we are going to... Josh Schumann, Josh and Alicia have been serving as our youth pastors. That's the function they've been operating in for... How long has it been, Josh? Three, three years? Almost three? And um, I've been watching them and they've been doing a very faithful job, a very good job with our youth and our young adults. And um, at the landmark this past landmark, the Lord ministered to me that it was time that we take it from the function that He's operating in, but make it official and, and ordain Him to that function of being the youth and young adult pastor. Now, nothing's going to change in what He's doing and what He was doing. The only thing that's going to change for Josh is that it was a three-year commitment, right? Now, it's not a three-year commitment. It's until the Lord says something different, all right? And um, we're, I'm going to read some scriptures in to, to all of you. And Josh, I want you to pay special attention to them. You know, in Ephesians chapter 4, in verse 8, it says that when the Lord Jesus ascended on high, He took captives captive. He gave gifts to people. And then it lists the fivefold ministry. These are the gifts that He gave. He said, He Himself gave some to be apostles. Apostle Dale, raise your hand, wave at everyone. Right? So the Lord, Apostle Dale's a gift to us. He's a gift to this house. He is, he is, the Lord has put the gift of apostleship in him, but he is a gift to us, a treasure to us. He goes on and says, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers. So those are the, what we normally refer to as the fivefold ministry, the fivefold ministry gifts. Did you know that the gifts and callings of God are, are there without repentance? You know, back in about 2012 or 13, I'm not sure what year it was, I sat down, I was the assistant pastor at the time, Apostle Dale was, was serving as pastor here, and um, I sat down with uh, Josh and Alicia and I said, you know, I see that uh, there's a call of God in you guys' lives for leading youth. And um, does that bear witness with you guys? And they're like, no, no, that doesn't bear witness with us at all. I mean, yeah, it's just, and so, um, and then shortly after that, they left the church. And I'm like, wow, I must have really not heard the Lord or that, or they're not hearing the Lord. I'm not sure what's going on. But you know, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. When he puts them into you, he's not going to repent and then lift them off of you. They're there, whether you walk in them or not. Whether you and I fulfill the function that God created us and the gift He put inside of us, we're still going to be held accountable for the gift, whether we operate in it or not, all right? So what happened was shortly after that, and I think it was 2014 when you guys came back, is that correct, to the church? Okay, three months they were away, and then they came back and realized, oh, this is home, this is where the Lord wants them to be. And, um, and then I think maybe I asked you again and you still, weren't, you still weren't sensing that. 
And um, finally, in time, um, I asked them again, and they were like, yeah, you know, the Lord has been ministering that to us. And so, see, the gift and call is there to, uh, to do something for the Lord, to do something for His people. And, you know, in 2 Timothy 2, Paul said to Timothy, remember, Timothy's pastoring a church. And so Paul tells Timothy he's supposed to do something. So I'm, I'm applying this personally to me because I'm pastoring in this house. And he said this, he said, what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, commit to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Commit to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You know, I've found such a man in Josh who's able to teach others. He's able to teach the youth. He's able to teach our, our young adults. You know, we have, um, it's, a, it's a very, uh, how would I say, a weighty matter. Our home group leaders, it's a weighty matter that you are in that place of teaching, right? You've been found faithful and faithful to teach something. So I read to you about the five-fold ministry gifts and teachers and pastors. Now, now I'm not going to give up my pastor role of the young people and the young adults, you understand? But I'm going to put him in as an under-pastor, an under-shepherd, to help me in the shepherding. He's going to assist me in the shepherding of our young people and our young adults. And here's what happens. Here's the purpose of the five-fold ministry gifts. In verse 12 and 13 in Ephesians, it says their job is equipping the saints for the work of the ministry or for the work of service to build up the body of Christ and until we all reach unity in the faith, unity in faith and in the knowledge of God's Son, growing into maturity with a stature measured by Christ's fullness. You know, if you've had multiple sons, you know that the shorter son, he wants to be as tall as the oldest son, right? If you have older brothers, maybe you remember that. Or maybe it's their dad. They want to be as tall as their dad. I hope my sons pass me in that department. But that's what we're, we're striving for, is to be measured by Christ's stature. You understand? We're not talking physical stature. We're, we're talking spiritual, spiritual stature. And then, so that's the purpose of the fivefold ministry. Now, listen to this. Here's the results of it. If that happens, that equipping is taking place for the work of serving. These are the results that follow. Then we will no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching, by human cunning with cleverness and the techniques of deceit. But speaking the truth in love, let us grow up in every way into him who is the head, Christ. From him the whole body, fitted and knit together by every supporting ligament, promotes the growth of the body for building up itself in love by the proper working of each individual part. So Josh, I'm going to read some scriptures to you that I'm going to give to you as a charge to you. Alright? In 1 Timothy 4, verses 11 through 16, he had given a list of things in the prior chapters in 1 Timothy of what Timothy should be teaching. And now he's, he sums it up in, in verse 11 of chapter 4. He says, command and teach these things. Don't let anyone despise your youth, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, 
in faith and in purity. Until I come, give your attention to public reading and exhortation and teaching. Don't neglect the gift that is in you. It was given to you through prophecy with the laying on of hands by the council of elders. Practice these things. Be committed to them so that your progress may be evident to all. Pay close attention to your life and your teaching. Preserve, persevere in these things. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and your hearers. And then again in 2 Timothy 1 verses 13 and 14, he made, he made this statement. He said, hold on to the pattern of sound teaching that you've heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Everything we teach, everything that we impart, everything we instruct, in all the ways that we, sh we pastor people, it's always in Christ Jesus. And it must fit that framework. Guard the good deposit. There's a deposit in you, right? We've been talking about the gift and call of God within us. Guard the good deposit through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. And then lastly, in Philippians 2, verse 13, says this, It is God who is working in you both to will and to work according to His good purpose. Trust that. Trust that. Have confidence in the anointing of God within you. That it's the Lord Jesus, the head of the church, who has put this within me and that I should walk it out. You know, we as, I'm just a mere man, yet... I, I am the shepherd of this, this flock and we have Apostle Dale here, the apostle of this church. And we don't, we're not the ones who give the call. That's the Lord. We just simply recognize what the Lord does in an individual. And then we, in the presence of witnesses, confirm it. And so that's what we're doing tonight. You know, Josh isn't going to be any more anointed than he was because God's gifting is in him. We're just being, being very public, very deliberate about here's what we're going to put our pressure on the Lord for. And it's going to work and function and operate in Josh and grow in him. Just as you see me grow as a pastor, you'll see him grow as youth pastor. All right, Josh, you can come. Um, Alicia, you come with him. Pastor Apostle Dale, would you come? better way than to break in new carpet how about this new carpet then with an anointing of oil now we're not going to dump it all over but we are grateful that you have something to say i'm sure yeah praise the lord to both of you um i, I, I certainly reiterate everything pastor sydney has said the crux of the matter is always one of accountability responsibility to the Lord. And through this procedure or ceremony, uh, a fleshly act to confirm what God has already done in the Spirit, uh, we, we, we simply want you to recognize how God would hold you accountable for the treasure that he puts in your hand and not to take it as a light thing I wouldn't be here if it weren't for a youth pastor and what God's entrusted you with then his grace will empower you beyond 
what you think you're able to do. Amen. We love you. And you are a faithful man. You're no hireling. There's, there's no, there, there's no uh, uh, aspect of your heart and your character that I know the Lord hasn't probed and prodded. There'll be more in the future because we grow in Jesus. But we're very, very happy. Amen. 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 Shall we lay hands on them? Now, you're going to pour it or dab them? Well, I'll, do, I'll, I'll take care of this because I know how you run oil bottles. <laughs> Well, I'm full gospel. <laughs> maybe, maybe empty gospel. I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, thank you, Father, for this day. Thank you, thank Lord, you, for Jesus. having sending Josh and Alicia to this local body, this local church. And we honor you. We give you the glory, Lord, for the gifts that you give, for the gifts that you place within them. And Lord, I thank you, too, that you have given them a heart to receive and a heart to give. Lord, I ask you to work in them in every way and meet their every need on what's coming. We just lay hands on you. We, we, we thank you, Father. Put you in. As the youth pastor at Church of the Word International, we ordain you. We recognize the call of God upon your life for it. Oh, cut up. Such a time as this. Give me some of that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's going to get a little bit of it too. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We she bless you, Father. Her. Praise the Lord. We bless you, Father. We thank you, Lord. You're the good shepherd. You gave your life for the sheep. So, Lord, we follow in your footsteps. You, even as you send us, as the Father sent you, Lord, we, we stand between the enemy and the sheep. Yes. The devil, you're not coming through here. You're not coming yes. through us in the name yes. of Jesus. We're well anointed to do everything you've called us to do. We're equipped. We're formed and fashioned according to your plan. Lord, we bless them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And ordain them yeah. as youth yeah. leaders in this local body. In Jesus' precious name. I'm reminded of the scripture that says in the book of Psalms that your gift will make room. But actually in the Hebrew, it's really, it's a, it's a reiterate or a repetition. It says, your gift will make room, make room. And that as your gift makes room uh, for you to flow in what God's called you to do, it, it will activate and make room for those that you minister to. And those young people, that's next generation that will rise up, will be prepared. And it'll continue to make room. It's the heritage of faith of what's gone before you that you pass on after you. Hallelujah. Your gift will make room. Amen. Amen. I read that verse today. Yeah? Yeah. Amen. I probably wasn't sharp enough. Well, here, we'll just... Thank you, Lord Jesus. (laughs) You're cheating, brother. (laughs) All right, I want you to stay here for just a moment yet. Hey there, good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you. Bless you. I want to read this scripture over you. You know, the Lord told Moses to do this over Aaron and his sons. Now, Aaron being a priest, his sons being the Levitical 
priesthood, right? They were walking and functioning as the ministers of their day and in, in the system that was in place. And so in the same way, I'm just going to declare this over you. It says, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. Yahweh, isn't He awesome? Talk just a little bit more about uh, ordination and, and how the local church and Armada, the network, how that functions and what it means. We have a number of people in here that have been ordained through the Armada network, right? If you've been ordained in the Armada network, lift your hand real high so that everyone can see you. So there's a number of us in here um, that have been ordained by the Armada network. And what is the difference between the Armada network and Church of the Word International? Well, this is for what we did tonight is for the local house. It's for this place. It's not uh, network-wide, right, as the Armada ordinations are. And so if you have any confusion, I just wanted to be sure that you understood what the difference was. Understood? All right, awesome. 